you know? Like, if I, if I compare myself to me six months ago, I'm a completely different person. Six months before that, completely different. And it's all about leveling up. And people might try to put you in a box, tell you what you can and can't do, tell you that you need to go to college. At the end of the day, as long as you're willing to put the work in and understanding going into it, like, it's going to be work. This shit ain't easy. It's not like you make one song and it blows up. But it's like, you grind and you work towards it and you work on being the best version of you. I mean, that shit pays off every single time. Yo, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Kyle Beats podcast. We're back. We're doing it. We're here again. Episode 25. Today on the podcast, I have the one and only Remington James. If you don't know who Remington James is, he's a fitness YouTuber. He kind of came up on the fitness scene on YouTube um, kind of in that niche. He's around 300 something thousand subscribers. He's recently started putting out music um, and it's pretty good. He's put out, he's putting out his own music. He's, he's making moves in the, on the music scene. I wanted to bring Remington on here for a couple of reasons. Uh, one of the reasons being one of the paths of a producer when moving forward, such as myself or many other producers, people that start making beats eventually put out music. They start putting vocals on their tracks or they start working with artists and putting vocals on their tracks. Um, and it's interesting to see how Remington coming from no audio knowledge or no nothing was able to, is able to figure that out. We talked a lot about that. We also talked about um, kind of how he finds beats because he doesn't make beats. And uh, it was interesting to hear someone who's just getting into it, uh, like what they do, you know what I mean? It's, it's important to know if you're someone trying to sell beats what people do with the search on YouTube, whatever, whatever. We talked a lot about that, uh, the music industry, a bunch of stuff. This is a really good podcast um, for anyone who's interested in music. Fit we talked a little bit about fitness and how it's important, schedule, everything. Amazing podcast. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to wherever you're listening to the podcast, Spotify, iTunes, wherever. Go follow my YouTube. Just search Kyle Beats everywhere. Also, if you don't follow me on Instagram for some reason, follow me kyle garvin beats the links are all in the description wherever you're listening to this and by the way i'm working on a video version of this that is coming soon it's on the way buying a bunch of stuff for it yada 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 if you screenshot this podcast you listening to it tag me on instagram i'll be dming and following a bunch of you guys that do that tag me on your story and that's it use the code kb podcast for discount on beats and kits and let's get into the podcast with Remington James. This is a really good one, a long one. In three, two, one. Yo, Kyle, this is crazy. All right, here we go. Welcome back to the Kyle Beats podcast. We're back again with another guest. <laughs> Today on the podcast, we have the one and only Remington James. Remington James, why don't you explain who you are <laughs> to everyone listening who may not know who well, you are? Man, that's a... Uh you know, I, I would have answered this question back in the day, like, you know, I'm a personal trainer, but man, I do a little bit of everything now. Uh, I would say, uh, man, I'm just a dude out here trying his best. Uh, you might know me from um, some of my videos on YouTube doing like meal prep and fitness and things like that. I recently branched out, been creating some music and uh, just trying to live my best life, man. So <laughs> I imagine we'll get more into this as the uh, 
show goes on. But uh, thanks for having me, brother. Big fan of the channel. I like what you're doing. And um, your channel is very similar to mine in that instead of, you know, mine's fitness and kind of showing people how to do the fitness side of things, eat better and work out. Yours is showing people how to produce and create music. So it's cool that we have like completely different channels, but also to like we do the same thing, man. We teach people. Yeah, I think it's just all kind of similar because it's all just like personal brands and just like people kind of just being who they are. And um, yeah, I think I was like binging your, I don't know how I found your videos, but I was all, I'm always, I was always been into fitness and like, like watch, like when I'm feeling uninspired to go to the gym or something, just like watching fucking, I started with Christian Guzman, that dude. Yep. And then um, just like, I don't, I hadn't dived too deep into it, but I've definitely watched a bunch of like meal prep videos. That's kind of how I learned how to like, how to eat and all that and uh i definitely binge your channel for for a little bit <laughs> <laughs> for like a fucking couple weeks straight hey, i used to watch i used to watch them while i was editing but that was before i started editing on my main computer well when it comes to anything man knowledge is power so it's like when i first started um you know i grew up most of my life like out of shape i played so many video games man and just like sat yeah, in a same. room <laughs> and uh drank mountain dew you know covered in zits and just like you know never really left and then uh i went through a really bad breakup and it was like i remember looking up how to diet and all this and i found this like you know looking back you know do you cuss on your podcast yeah yeah that's fine all right it was a it was a bullshit diet i found but it was basically like chicken rice broccoli you know four times a day and i like stuck yeah. to it after the breakup man i remember it was like the first set of abs that's how it starts though, <laughs> dude. that's how it starts it's just like that you just do some some sort of diet and it's just like the same meal every single day i was doing that too but i mean like you know as much as uh like that's a pretty miserable way of doing things like it works like you do that and you do the same thing every single day consistency like it works i remember getting my first set of abs and i was like oh wow and that's kind of what got the ball rolling and uh you know i my whole life it was like before that it was like trying to eat healthy it's like well, i'll just go to subway <laughs> you know what i mean like that's yeah. all i knew when it came to eating healthy yeah. and then uh yeah man knowledge is power always how important do you think it is to like because for me it's just like going to the gym and eating like a scheduled diet and just eating healthy for the most part one i mean eating healthy just keeps me gives me energy to do what i'm doing because i'm fucking work i'm just working my ass off 24 7 for sure i feel it um and then like going to the gym is just a good like i feel like going to the gym is like my meditation and, and like the the diet just keeps me on schedule and just keeps my day flowing like how important do you think that is like just like being able to work out and eat healthy just for anyone really well, I mean, as uh, as humans, you know, like obviously we have really developed brains and things right now are way, way different than they were, you know, 2000, 3000 years ago. But we're meant to be active, man. You have muscles, you're meant to use them. So yeah. it's like a lot of people are working sedentary jobs. Like, for instance, when I'm not in the gym, I'm very sedentary because I'm at a computer all day. Like I imagine you are. So it's like same. Yeah. you're not you're same not, with everyone listening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so it's like you're not moving much. But um, it's you know, it's so important to get that in, man. I uh, when I would sit around and play video games all the time and didn't get any activity i remember sleeping like shit like i couldn't go to sleep i was a night out up until three and four every single morning and um i think just in general man like we're made to move and when you do exercise you get those like hormones that release the serotonin it just makes you like happier in general yeah. and then as far as diet goes man it's healthy body healthy mind like if i eat a shit ton of pizza 
And then I like, I try to go to sleep. I sleep like shit. I wake up the next day and I'm like half optimal, you know, but if I make it better, you know what I mean? I'm eating, eating my greens, getting those vitamins shit in. It's like the next day I can perform. Like I can tell, especially when I'm like recording music, it's like the whole vibe is completely different. If I eat like shit the night before, you know, or drink or something like that, then that music's gonna, it's gonna be terrible. But if I eat good, wake up in a good mood, you know, smile on my face, it makes it just whole process way easier. It just makes life yeah. easier, man. Yeah. I always, I talk about it. Um, I talk about it sometimes just in my videos because especially like producers, like I feel like producers and gamers are like the same type of people. Like everyone that makes beats eventually like once upon a time crushed video games just because like, oh yeah, it's just like that. It's just like that lifestyle where you're just sitting zoning out and like doing something like for hours in the dark. It's not necessarily like the same as like being a rapper or like a lot of other things. But like I always try to talk about that um just like working out and stuff and just like just because it is important how do you feel about um (laughs) this is random but how do you feel about like the i drink monster the zero calorie monster energy drinks pretty much every single day and the reason is because when i drink coffee it's just a little bit too much caffeine for me and i know you i know you crush coffee (laughs) i do the your tim hortons but like for me, I, I get crazy anxiety sometimes when I drink too much coffee. So like the the Monster Energy drinks, and like from what I've looked up on it, it's like it's fine. But like I, I see all these YouTube comments like, dude, don't drink energy drinks. But I feel like it's just people thinking about when they were younger or whatever, and like they had all these sugars in them. But like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, if 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 you're drinking the uh, the zero ones, so like uh, when I was in the best shape of my life, right? And I mean, I was uh, running steroids and shit, but, uh, and that's, that's one thing too about steroids is like, I mean, I was in the worst shape of my life too, also on steroids, but it was like, when I was on steroids, and I was cutting down, it was like, I was drinking two and three monster zeros a day. I was drinking diet pop like crazy. And to be honest, I never personally noticed anything bad out of it. Now, if you break it down to it's like, the reason I drink coffee is just cause like you look at all the chemicals in it. It's like, you know, still up for debate whether, you know, in the long term, like, am I gonna have a tumor coming out my butt, you know, <laughs> from drinking yeah. all those. But it's like, uh, I mean, personally, I never noticed all my buddies drink the zero ones. And, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I would say a bunch you're good of stuff on it. But, but it's um, also, too, like, the regular ones are loaded with sugar. And in the end, like, sugar is the worst thing you can consume. So it's like, yeah, that's why I tell I people tr- when you first start to diet, it's like switch over to, you know, take that monster you're drinking that has 70 grams of sugar, switch it to a zero one. You're saving 280 calories and you're not getting that insulin spike. You're not – because that's where a lot of, like, when people get skinny fat and things like that, it's just because they still have – they're eating less calories, but they have a shit ton of sugar in their diet. So slowly easing that out, it's always good. Yeah. Yeah, for me, it was just the caffeine. Like, once I – Cause I think I probably drink like 70% of this every day and I just, I don't drink the whole thing. And that's like 140, it's like 140 milligrams of caffeine total. So I probably drink like a hundred or something every day. But when I hit like two, like I feel like coffee, cup of coffee is like 200. When I yeah. drink that really quickly and I'm just like, sometimes I just like get so fucking anxious and just like <laughs> can't do anything just cause I'm like trying to do everything at the same time. Yeah, I'm a I'm a pretty high anxiety guy myself. I don't know if it's the video games as a kid or what. Like maybe it's that whole uh, you know, like your brain's always doing something. But I'm the type of guy like if I'm sitting around and there's like no music, there's no TV on and it's just dead quiet, it, like <laughs> I get anxious as hell. I'm just like sitting that's like I always need to be doing something and uh, caffeine. Yeah, I feel you. Caffeine def Dude. I mean, I'm pretty addicted to it right now, but uh I can definitely tell if I drink too much too fast, I'm uh That's like that's like why I always um just like I'm doing something. I'm always like, I got a podcast. I'm 
recording Instagram videos, YouTube videos. Like, I'm just constantly working. Like, I feel like I fell in love with, like, my work now. And I'm just constantly working. I'm I'm putting out songs, too. And just, like, that just working 24-7 just eliminates my anxiety and, like, fucking same and like it's not i don't have a fucking problem with it but like i think everyone has everyone just overthinks and everyone just like like deals with like mental things especially as you get older and have to start figuring out your life and can't just like go to school and fucking fuck around but like um yeah i feel like working is what cures my anxiety like pushing content out and like having you also too like um like when it comes to uh you know I'm, I'm not gonna say i'm like i've been the most depressed guy in the world but it's like you know i think everybody on some level deals with feelings of inadequacy feelings of uh you know sadness from time to time you know anxiety and it's like for me working and like accomplishing something and having something i can step away from at the end of the day and be like damn okay like you know i might not have been the best mood today but we got that done like something about yeah. that helps me sleep better at night and just uh, overall feel better man that's um I'm, I'm addicted to my work for sure like i'm always doing something you know like right and before what, you got on like right right before we got on this i was recording a song got full verse done dope. and then boom yeah how much time are you like setting because you, you do the fitness thing you do the fitness stuff i'm sure you have clients you have that whole business um i don't really know too much about all the business aspects yeah. of it that you personally have but like how much time are you setting aside now because that's a big thing for me is like starting something new there's 40 billion things i want to do mm-hmm. like how much time are you setting aside now f- for music and like because that that whole process especially when you're i don't know how long you've been doing it but like especially when you're trying to figure out like how the mixing like how things are supposed to hit like getting better at recording songs and like how much time are you setting aside from that like throughout your normal days to like work on music well, man, it's been, uh, so I've only been doing music, so what, we're in January now, maybe about, I mean, I started, like, June, July of last year, Dope. and and that was, yeah. um, and that and was, You got like, some good songs, then, for that, thanks. for that long. <laughs> yeah, thanks, bro. I had, uh, I mean, I've, my whole life, man, I've been, like, a massive hip-hop fan. Like, I grew up yeah. in a predominantly white city, wasn't hip-hop, like, around, and only thing you seen was, like, the stuff that was on MTV, so it was, like, you know, when 50 Cent was coming up, when, uh... Little Wayne and Cash, like Cash Money, all that stuff. Yeah, and those yeah. were like the superheroes to me, you know. And uh, I listened to all those songs, and I'm obviously a massive hip hop fan now. And it's like, um, you know, had a crazy event happen uh, last summer that basically put a lot into perspective for me. And I was like, um, I've always wanted to do it, but you know how it is in this day and age. Like, especially you probably dealt with it too. But like, even when I started YouTube, it was like I had everybody telling me it wouldn't work. Everybody telling me that like you never make a career out of that. You need to go to school. You need to do what's safe. And, um, you know, I just woke up one day and decided, like, man, this is, uh, you know, I'm getting older every single day, you know, and uh, I don't know if there's a time limit on hip hop, but, uh, you know, I'm in my 20s still, and I'm like, I want to make sure I start this now, and I uh, got on and bought all the equipment that I needed for it, you know, I I did some research, I started with, like, a Focusrite, and um, got Pro Tools, and I started knowing absolutely nothing, and uh, it became, like, an obsession for me, I was um, watching uh, Alex Toomey, I don't know if you've you've had to have heard of Alex Toomey, yeah, 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 dude, he's got some crazy dope videos. He's got videos, videos out? Um, so, uh, like, he doesn't have videos out, but you got to, like, search for him. Like, he's hopped on Periscope before and done, like, a whole mix. Yeah, and, I've, like, I've actually seen, like, random people, other people, like, vlogging his sessions or some shit. Like, 
Yeah. So I basically like found an Alex Tume session and uh, he showed you how to set it up. I copied every single setting, put it in my Pro Tools and every plugin he had, I went and bought and put them in before I knew what any of them did. And he basically said like, you know, you, you have this and you set all these settings like this, like when you first start recording, it's going to at least make your song like passable, right? Because before any of this, man, I was like trying to record vocals and like, you know, all my settings were messed up. I didn't know what I was doing. Are um, you mixing all your own stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Every bit of it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it took a lot of trial and error, man. Um, You know, you got to make a lot of bad shit. And even then, though, like the mixing side of things is like uh, like it's also the recording part too. like um, trying to like actually get your vocal inflections down. And like we have this in this weird world we live in, man, developing your voice that. And if you don't know about music in general, right, and you listen to any modern hip hop or anything like that, you think that you just slap autotune on something and it sounds good right away. And that, that is not not the case at all man like you still gotta sing in a key you still gotta carry the note you still gotta do all that and um yeah. so, you know and i'm like every day i'm still developing my skills like uh i just put out my first project prototype seven and it was like uh, the idea being that like you know i ain't finished yet i'm not a complete you know I, i'm i'm not you know like i'm not done yet like this is like the prototype but i put like my heart and my soul into it you know on the back cover i look like the terminator you know i don't know yeah, if you've yeah, seen that yeah. picture but it's like yeah, uh, i've seen it but it's like I took took me about two months, I would say, to learn all the equipment and really get it and kind of understand song structure, understand um, flows. And, um, you know, I've, even after listening to so much rap, I still really when you hop in there and you think you're just going to write some lyrics and spit them like it, it'll come out so trash until you really feel confident in it and you learn like to listen to the beat and hit the certain notes and develop a flow. And uh, yeah, and I would say uh, my whole project, 17 songs recorded over the course of uh, four months. So it was like a song a week essentially you know um that's dope yeah man and uh we launched and it's been uh, a crazy experience man um it's been absolutely nuts man like i can't but like that's a whole thing too like doubling back it's like people like are gonna tell you that you can't do something they're gonna tell you that like you know you probably have you have producers listening there might be people like that you could never make that into a career but all you got to do is make good shit you make good shit it'll speak for itself so at the end of the day, like you got to do what you got to do, and people are gonna try to tell you you can, or you know, say this or that, you know, and uh, you just, just got to do it. If it's gonna make you happy, you do it, and it pays off yeah. every single time. Yeah, I just I feel like I just focus on beating myself out every single day, just like doing better than I did yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> man, than... that you know that's that, but that that's progression right there, right? Like every miss, like so many people are so scared to fail, but it's like um, even if I drop my first project, right? Like I've been lucky because all my like feedback has been super positive, man. So it's like even if I dropped it and it completely flopped, right? You still learn from that. Like you can't be scared of it. You got to go. Okay, where did I mess up? What did people not like? What do I got to change on the next go? Because I mean, you look at the legends, man. Um, a lot of them have projects that came out that no one's ever heard, right? But they had these little cds they passed out back in the day and uh yeah i mean you yeah. gotta start somewhere and it's all about tell, taking dude, that I, next step that's that's a tricky thing too for me is like something i've worried about a little bit i'm not i'm, I'm over it i'm not really worried about it anymore but like i think when i first started recording vocals because i kind of vlog too so like i have a lot of videos that are kind of just more vloggy like just like me showing the day whatever documenting yeah. the day and i feel like i kind of worried about just like having an audience of like hundreds of thousands of people and putting out my first song because like a lot of people's first songs nobody yeah. fucking heard them and yeah. for me it's like i'm a producer i make music i'm like damn these gotta be fucking good <laughs> <laughs> for sure and uh but yeah I'm, I'm pretty happy with like like i definitely have i can definitely i definitely have like potential for music i think i just have a fucking good ear for music yeah. and i can that's half the I battle 
I think I can just create in general. Like, I'm, I'm going to fucking make a sick music video. And, like, I just think I have the ability to just create things that fucking inspire people and make people feel emotions well, <laughs> well you know like right now where you're creating a podcast you've created videos so like the potential to create is already there and that's like in my head when i started music like um my best videos i would say like you know because as a fitness guy right um you know i talked about steroids a little bit earlier but like at one point i hopped on steroids because i'm not a very big guy like i'm i'm shredded i'm lean like you know whatever word you want to call it but it's like i wasn't a very big guy um i'm only 5'10 mm -hmm. you know uh way about right now about 175 so it's like when i did the steroids it's because i seen all these other massive dudes and i was like i gotta be that big or i won't be as successful and then come to yeah. find out yeah i remember i watched that video yeah um i think that thing's got like seven hundred fifty thousand views now when i told everybody about that um <laughs> good 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 publicity or oh, no such thing as bad publicity but uh brought a lot of people to my channel that um yeah you know how it is it's the internet um but like i realized eventually though that like it wasn't even like my size that even dictated the fact that people vibed with my channel it was the fact that i'm i was good at communicating to people like i was good at like all right like yeah it didn't matter people. to me dude like like fucking I've, I've watched a lot of fitness videos and like even with fucking christian guzman it's just like you it, it as like you're just being authentic to who you are and just yeah. like documenting your fitness journey and there's a lot of producers like that like that may not have the the best beats but they're just like being themselves and like and and like they do you do obviously have a lot of knowledge on it and it's like the dudes that that's the thing too is like what i've seen like from my friends from people i watch on youtube it's like the people that have a hard time gaining that bulk and like getting bigger or, or like achieving those goals are the ones that put in the most work and know the most like science behind the whole thing you know what right. i mean because like they've done all these fucking studies because i remember my dude one of my best friends like he just like down to the fucking milligram he knew every piece of science behind everything for his working out for his eating everything and like and that's because like he found it hard to get big you know what i mean and like yeah because he, he was the type of person that would just, like, he'd go for a walk and, like, burn a 2,000 calories or whatever. Like, he, that was just the way his body was. And, like, but, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's one of those things, too, man. I call it over-analysis paralysis. Like, you can sit back and you can be like, everything's got to be perfect. i got to have everything to this, and it's got to be like this, right? But the fact of the matter is, like, especially when it comes to, like, weight loss, it's just, like, you burn more calories in a day than you're eating. Law of thermodynamics, you'll lose weight. You lift a you lift a muscle and you break it down. Then when it builds back, it's gonna build back stronger, thicker. So it's like, you know, you can overthink it or you can just kind of hop into it, knowing that you're gonna try your best and then develop as you go. You know, and that's like with music, for instance. Like, I put out so those 17 songs and like literally, uh, I don't want to say like my first song ever because there's a lot of throwaways. But like the first song yeah, I felt even sure. halfway confident in is on the project and it's like you know and as i sat and thought about what i was going to put on it you know we're in the streaming era so like the more tracks you got on a project you know the better it's going to perform overall i remember sitting back like man some of these like i don't i don't know if they should make it but then i'm like you know what like i mean that's it. the thing i love about just putting out as much as possible is because it just it just gets rid of your perfectionism like mm -hmm. that perfectionist trait that every fucking person has like I put out a video every other day and like when I start putting out music, it's going to be like once a week, probably it's going to be as many as I got, like however many I have ready, I'm, I'm putting them fucking out just cause like I'm such a perfectionist that 
it just like helps. It's like the anxiety. The anxiety. So thing, you're like. actually, so you're actually rapping. Yeah, dude, dude. I'll I'll send you some. I'll send Hell you yeah, some. hell yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Well, hey, send if you, you ever you this. ever get a song and you need a verse, bro, fire it over. I'll throw dude, one on 100%, there for you. Hundred percent. All about fucking collaborations. Oh yeah, dude. That and that's the thing too, man. Teamwork makes a dream work. Like I got a, you know, my my two my two dudes, Grant and Ank. Like uh, they're, you know, I couldn't do yeah. what I do without them in my corner and it's like you know collabing with people and networking like that's where the real success comes from yeah what do you think your plan is like with your homies and like the whole rapping thing like what's the vision for all that like what do you think your vision is now like moving forward with kind of like because you probably get a lot of people like oh here comes the fitness dude trying, (laughs) trying to rap but honestly dude honestly i was thinking about it i think you can pair Cause like, what do people do when they go to the fucking gym? They listen to fucking like when For I sure. first saw it. Honestly, to in my opinion, like when I first saw you putting out music, I was like, oh shit, here we go. Yeah, that dude, that was everybody, bro. <laughs> there goes the that views. Was, there goes the everybody. views. Everybody, going down. I <laughs> was like, my first thought, like, this just because I'm a fucking a human being. But like yeah, when I dude. started thinking about it, honestly, it was kind of after I heard the songs and they were like decent. You know what I mean? They're good. Yeah. Um. Like, I was like, oh, shit, this is, like, actually pretty good. And then I fucking, I was thinking, and I was like, dude, like, what do people do when they go to the gym? They listen to fucking rap music. They listen to trap beats and rap music. Yeah. Like, you can pair that perfectly with your channel if if you fucking, you know what I mean? Like, you can, if you wanted to, uh, like, you're uploading more fitness videos, too. You're uploading music, like go to the fucking gym, do a workout and play your fucking songs in the background. And like, you know what I mean? Like, and then people are going to watch your videos, get inspired to work out, go to the gym, stream your music, play on the speakers. Yeah. I, I think I mean, it pairs together pretty well. Yeah. I mean, uh, like long term. Um, I mean, I, I enjoy music much. I mean, I love fitness, man, but it's like, I've spent the last three years of my life doing nothing but fitness. Right. So it's yeah. like, I'm I'm the type of guy too. I got to be pushing myself. Like I could stand in that kitchen all day. I could rack up videos. <laughs> you know, I, I I could keep cashing no, I those feel checks. You, um, I feel you. I'm the same way. But uh, I'm at the point where I want to develop as like an actual artist. So when it comes to the fitness stuff, I I decided on my channel. I'm done. I think I'm done vlogging. At least you know I I used to vlog all the time. I think I'm just kind of done with that. Um, I have a uh, a guy I'm working with out in LA, and I don't want to call him management because we haven't like inked any deals. But he's been a really good uh support system for me and just guidance in this whole thing. And um, he basically told me that uh, with music and everything um, that I should probably peel my personal life back a little bit, take a couple steps back on that because with that, because it's going to come a whole new like level of people wanting to come in and dissect everything I've ever done, everything I've ever said. So um, I don't know if you've seen my channel recently, but there's um, other than maybe a couple vlogs I kept up, every single vlog has gone, every single eating challenge is gone. Um, I took them all down, and now the, the goal with that channel is basically just uh, – fitness you know um i don't i don't want to stick to an upload schedule anymore i'm gonna upload when i want to i haven't uploaded in two weeks i think and that's the longest i've went since i started um and it's like that channel basically because like what i ran into when i first started dropping music like you said everybody comes into it because they already know me right that they can't separate me from the music and like analyze the music critically it's like they just oh this fitness guy's gonna rap and they come into it with the mindset that they don't want to like it or it's gonna suck and when I first dropped a villain on the channel, which was like the third song or fourth song I ever did, um, I was just at this point where I was like fed up in my head because I'm like recording all this music in secret, keeping it from my channel. Because I knew that if I told him I was trying to do it, 
the backlash you'd have, just like you said, all right, people come into it like wanting to already be like, oh, I don't know. Fuck them, you know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for real, for real. And that was the point was like I was already getting uh, criticism from just like the way I was living my life. I wanted to move to L.A., you know. Um, I wanted to uh, – I bought a new car, all this shit. And it was like I was already getting criticism for all this, people saying I've changed, when in reality I'm just – you know, I'm just, I mean, they might watch some fitness YouTubers that life stay the same for years. You know what I mean? But that ain't me. I'm grinding. I'm trying to better my position. I'm trying to be the best version of me I can. So it's like, I hit it from them. And then like, I reached a point where I just like read some comments, got really pissed off and recorded villain in an hour and a half. Like I don't write any of my lyrics or nothing. And um, when I dropped it on the channel, the coolest part was like reading all the comments where people were like, I was cringing going into it before I revealed the song. They heard it and they loved it, which villain is, I think to this day, like one of my best performing songs. But it's like, um, yeah, I I don't know, man. It's uh, it's been strange. Well, it's like it, it, Gary V says this. I don't know if you listen to Gary V, but he always says it, it's only corny until it's not anymore. Exactly, you know what I bro. Mean? I know a ton of people that are gonna like say the same shit about my music, and like, I well, don't fucking care, well, <laughs> dude. I mean, people are gonna come into it with that exact, especially because like you've sat down and spoken with these people, right? Oh, here's another and, another producer trying to fucking yeah, become dude. a rapper. I mean, but that's, that's <laughs> and, and the, the the shitty part is is like in the day and age we live in, everybody has an opinion, and not all opinions are created equal. So like you're having someone coming in, like um like you know obviously with my channel, I've grown to a point where it's like you have some people that just simply hate you. For like reasons you can't really explain but some people just really don't like you so it's like no matter what right you're gonna have people that are gonna shit on your work and um i think uh one thing i've had to really come to terms with is like just kind of distancing myself from like even trying to even absorb the feedback it's like you know at the end of the day i vibe with my shit heavy my dude out in la dude he's won well he's been nominated for two grammys um, for mastering because like that's the only step I don't do is my mastering so yeah. it's like when I send it he's been nominated and he's in my corner like hollering at me and uh, dude my, I relaunched this project we're trending um, we, I'm not sure if we're still there right now but the first week we dropped we were trending like number one on Datpiff I don't know if you've ever been on Datpiff but yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean and it's just like uh, the feedback like I said has overall been been incredible so it's like at the end what of the day you, you got like what do you, what do you think about just like when it comes to building your own music brand like are you trying to sign a deal like how familiar are you with like the um, whole like, uh, music industry so uh because the shit's pretty fucking crazy <laughs> yeah man um so uh i mean i've always been a massive hip-hop fan but i can't say i ever understood the business side of it until i started recording and this is um one thing that uh i say anybody does you want to get into an industry you start really paying attention to how the industry itself works like you might listen to a song and you just think oh that's a good song but like really thinking everything that went into the creation of that song, everything that happened to get the song out, the artwork, the video. I mean, it's all a science. And um, I started watching, um, I'd only ever seen like a couple breakfast clubs, right? And I went back through and watched like a ton of them on every rap artist, just listening to the come-ups and listening to the deals and listening to the people that got screwed over. Like Lil Uzi Vert right now isn't putting out his project because of, I think, label trouble, you know? Um, but a lot of these artists, I think they start popping and they sign a deal like right away because they want the yeah. money. They, they want the connections. But like, for me, I'm kind of blessed because I don't even have like, that's I, the thing you have the fucking whole business. You have a business on yeah. the side that has nothing to do with music. Exactly. Like, that's, that's amazing. Like that's the perfect way to do it. Yeah. And like financially, man, I'm in like a good spot. We just wrapped up my second music video and it's like, you know, I'm driving my car in it. Like some people got to go rent cars for their videos and rent shit. It's like, I, I'm in my car. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, uh, I'm in no rush at all. How do you like the, uh, how do you like the I-8? 
Oh, man, that's like a dream come true. I, you know, the crazy part was before I ever even started YouTube, I remember seeing um, some of the fitness influencers I follow were buying these cars when they first came out. I remember just being like in my head, like, oh, I could never have one of those. So, <laughs> you know what right. I mean? <laughs> and th then you get to a point where you roll up and just buy one in cash. Like, that's the, you know what I mean? It's like, but it's like mindset, crazy. you know what I mean? If you tell yourself you can't have one, you know, then you can't. But if you grind your ass off and you believe in yourself, like anything's possible. I mean, the fact that I was just like... I mean, the fact that I was just like stumbled upon your channel and was watching as a fan, and then I just have the ability to just hit you up now. Like, <laughs> you have so much more like leverage, like, you have so much more power. Like, when you build yourself, build a brand, like, I can just hit you up and be like, yo, come on the podcast. Yeah, man. Conversation with well, you know, it's it's nice because uh, I did a podcast the other day, um, and it's like it was like a fitness based one, and we were talking about music, and it's nice to talk to somebody that actually like understands you know like the music shit you know and you understand what it's yeah. like to create music and um you know all that yeah, dude i was fucking spent the last like three years of my life making beats pretty much fucking every single day i think like i don't know if you know much about my journey but like two years ago i started making beats or no like four i started making beats when i was 20 i'm 26 right now um I started making beats in college, like 1920, got FL Studio, was making it for fun for three years, trying to start businesses, like doing all this stuff, like successfully had a couple startup companies where we got investments for it, just like all the bullshit, like just like apps, trying to make apps and all that yeah. fucking crazy shit. And um, I just wanted to, I just wanted to make money without getting a job because I knew I didn't want a job. Yeah. I played college soccer for four years in college, so I was like distracted with all that shit. Soccer ended scrambling trying to make businesses and then it all ended up coming back to beats and the person i saw this kid's name, his name's taz taylor i know I was exactly gonna, who that is yep yeah i was actually gonna i did a podcast with him you should listen to it Dope. um episode six if you want to know some of the behind the scenes in the industry shit yeah <laughs> um it was a really good probably my favorite episode so far i would say one of yep. them i was going but, back um, through your uh channel and i was actually uh uh, I watched a few videos and was like seeing I seen something where like you were standing and like the thumbnail was like I think him making a beat and you're like or something like that no I was at the internet money house but he wasn't there like that's his label is like internet money okay I thought so yeah um, and they have a lot of like producers on there like with like I mean they have placements everywhere now like the plug walk song um, they're they're on Drake's album um, they basically one of their producers, Nick Mira, was the one that yep. found fucking Juice Nick World. Mira and Side Piece was the one that found uh, Juice World, yeah. But um, the fuck was I saying? Oh yeah, and then I started selling beats like because I saw Taz's. That's another crazy thing. I just I was a fan. I just saw his fucking vlogs where he was showing his PayPal statements, just making all this money selling beats. And I was like, Jesus Christ, he's making hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah, selling dude. beats. So then I just figured it out and just started selling beats. A snowball effect just through Instagram. And then I was making like a thousand bucks a week just on Instagram, which is like a hustle and a half. Yeah. Just like messaging people and just figured it out to, to sell beats just through Instagram. And then my mom ended up getting cancer like a year and a half ago, like pretty serious cancer. Sorry to hear that brother. And then, um, I was just like, fuck, I was literally going to move to LA too a year and a half ago with my homie Cam Meekins. And, um, I'm glad I didn't because now I'm fucking Kyle Beats because I didn't have any YouTube followers at the time. But yeah, I was actually home for like the summer just from um, Florida. I was living in Florida before that when I figured out how to sell beats. 
moved home for the summer that happened fucking crazy shit happens when that happens obviously yeah for sure and then um fucking life has been a fucking scramble since but now we're here we got a new house in a better place like right outside of boston so she's still living with me and my sister and um we have to t- we take care of her and stuff so like when she works i i'm there helping her out and stuff and when uh she's home i get to work and do podcasts and make videos but um yeah, no, I fucking past year and a half or a little bit more than that now. I've gotten fucking almost 200,000 subscribers. Yeah, you're like 180 something, right? Yeah, 183, I think. Yeah, almost 184. It's it's crazy how it uh like starts snowballing. Like it took me 10 months to get 10,000 subs and it was like after Dude, I hit I, 10k, I'll, it just yeah. took off. Yeah, how do you feel about YouTube like the the come up on YouTube because there's a real like they're used like it started off as like people would post their beats on YouTube and then people would just buy them. People would just make a living off of it, kind of like an Amazon marketplace type of like place. There was no yeah. real like there wasn't a lot of brand behind it. It was more just people not showing their face, posting beats. And now there's like a niche where people like me are vlogging. People are making videos and kind of personalities as like producers. Like, how do you feel about the whole like YouTube game in general? I mean, I I think we live in the best time ever. The fact that you can pick up a camera and, and you yeah. can build you can build a brand just by being yourself. Um, I think it's dope. I think that uh, at certain points though, it's uh, there's like a mental health thing too because you have you're opening your world up to all these strangers, right? And um, as we both know, not all people are have the best intentions <laughs> at heart. You know what I mean? And some people will literally hop on and just try to tear you down so um it's it's a blessing but on the flip side of that man if you don't watch your mental health and you start because like with youtube for instance you notice an immediate like return on investment so you put all your time into one video you put it out you get an immediate return likes comments views you might sell a beat right for me it'd be like selling a meal plan and then like you know okay well i can do a video every single day which i did for half a year i did a video every single day shot edited put out some of those videos have millions of views now yeah but um i did that for half a year and it's like you got, you got to be able to like, you know, cause when you're self-employed and doing YouTube, you're your own boss. And it's like, um, for me, when I first went full time, I just like, all I knew was work. I didn't even want to take any time for myself. And then yeah. you find your dude, you do half a year of a video every single day. Like you step away from it, you know? And I remember like when I finally was like, all right, I'm going to end the video streak at like day 150 something, or it was so- something like that. And, uh, I remember like, I got a ton of backlash on my channel for it. And it's like, then you start listening to that. And then you're like, oh, do I need to make a video? Like, yeah. you, you also got to understand, too, that, like like I said earlier, not all opinions are equal. So it's like, you know, taking that internet criticism, you know, as for what it is, you know what I mean? You know what I noticed, too, is, like, I, I have, like, that vidIQ plugin that, like, shows your um, views, like, every... I'm always looking at the 48-hour thing and yeah. trying to beat it out, like, how many views I got the past 48 hours. But you know what I noticed too? Like I always look at the way I consume because I consume a lot of fucking YouTube just as like a fan. Like I have so many fucking people I follow. And what I noticed is like, for example, Roman Atwood, I never fucking watched his vlogs. He was posting every single day pretty much forever. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And like, like, I, I started watching his videos when he stopped posting. And I feel like when you stop posting for a while, your videos kind of just marinate with people and they really start to appreciate what the fuck, you know what I mean? I feel like they actually go back and watch that last video. Because if it's like, say I was a fan of Roman Atwood and watched all his videos, 
if he posts a video and I didn't have time to watch it today, I'd be like, all right, whatever, fuck it. He's going to post another one tomorrow. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. So I've, I, I've noticed when I post more videos, the views per video go down. And like when I, I took a break because my mom was like um, in the hospital, like November, I think I took a break for like, I think I only posted three videos that month, which is like a huge break for me. Um, I think it was November. And um, fucking what I noticed is like every video was like doing better than the other ones because because there was less to watch you know what i mean because like if, if you're posting every other day and you miss one um fucking you're just like on to the newest one you're not going to go back and watch the other ones for the most <laughs> well, part well, well that that's like with uh pewdiepie for instance i watch a lot of pewdiepie because that dude makes me laugh like nothing else yeah. but it's like uh he's got a video like every day so it's like if i do miss one i'm not even looking back to find you know i'm yeah. saying, oh, there's a new one today yeah. So yeah, and it's also too like a body of work, for instance, like a, like an artist, you know, like um, Future's putting out a ton of projects, but it's like that back catalog's always there. And I, I read this thing the other day where like his new projects aren't doing as good as his older ones, but like the reason he still gets spotlighted his label is because his, his back catalog, like uh, Dirty Sprite 2, just gets so many plays. Like same thing with yeah. like a Drake, that it's like you start building that up too, it's like... um. You know, it gives like people the long tail or whatever. Yeah, you working. know, like shit that'll pay you forever. You know, like your old videos and like my old meal prep videos. It's like those will be there forever unless like YouTube blacklists me or something. But it's like those will always <laughs> sit there. You know, rack up views yeah. and plays and shit. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like if you count up, like I think I'm doing like my videos do about I would say the next day get about eleven, ten to eleven thousand. Right now is what I'm at. Like at the day after I post, it gets ten thousand the next day, and if you add that up, it's like ten thousand. Say I say I actually get a video every other day, which I usually don't. So it's about twelve to fifteen a month. Like that's a hundred twenty thousand views a month. But it's like I'm getting a million views a month. Yeah. But it's be, it's because of that like long tail and like other videos going viral and the ones that keep getting views. And I feel like especially with music, that's why it's so important to have a fucking huge just catalog of just putting out music is because like when that person finds you they start playing all your music and they just have an endless thing to listen to well know. that was that was like my mindset when it came to um dropping prototype like i mean i'm i absolutely love love my project like you know start to finish i do because I, I put my whole heart my soul into it and like a lot yeah. of it a lot of it was like um there's a lot of different vibes on there you know um <laughs> there, there's some angry tracks there's some uh, you know i had a friend pass away while I, like i remember i was in the middle of one song and it's like i had a friend pass away from uh, high school and it you know i had to go down and um go around all like because i don't live in the city that i grew up in so it's like i went back yeah. and uh, i was around everybody from high school had all these like like sad feelings everybody's all sad we're watching videos of all of us playing football and shit and everybody's crying and like you know some songs were really sad and i'm rapping about that and it's like um the reason though like you know i, I could have because i mix all my own shit and I, you know the hardest part like making the project was like as i would move song to song i'd learn i'd get better at mixing so i'd listen back to old songs and i'd like kind of start nitpicking them but like my my idea was get because i'm gonna do two more projects this year that's the goal so it's like have a project out first week of december you know first month of the year and then uh, that way i like it's 2019 new artist talk whatever but it's like also having a back catalog so like right now i'm recording some songs i start dropping singles it's like Okay, so someone hears a song that blows up because, you know, as I went, I just got better and better. So it's like yeah. give people something to go back and digest, you know, and build, start building that back catalog up. Yeah, I was going to say, how do you feel about, like, dropping singles? Um, like, so what is, what, What's your thought on, like, albums versus singles versus, like, 
different well, types of so like, I, I think it's all it's all part of the equation it's all about how you're going to roll out and roll into your next album so for me with um prototype i was just so happy with every song i made and i was just trying to get my name out there i was dropping every dang near every song i made um and just kind of putting them on my channel but uh what i discovered was that putting <laughs> like hip-hop music out on a predominantly meal prep audience predominantly not a not a hip-hop based audience whatsoever um i mean i i like and i've watched too and it's really funny because like now even on my instagram it's like i'm looking at who's commenting i used to have i mean like i would say like my main demographic for fitness stuff was like age like 25 to like 40 you know and like so i would get all these like um older people that would be commenting on my instagram and all that and then since i switched to music now i look at my comments my dms everything i'm getting and now it's way younger which is dope you know because that's yeah. like the audience that i'm shooting for but it's like when it comes to actually like releasing singles so like now that my project's out and it's it's doing well it's doing numbers and everything it's like the goal is now it's like start making songs and then if you think you got one like you got a hit right because that was that thing too you don't really ever know what's going to be like the massive hit i think uh i watched a juice world interview once and they said that um lucid dreams was a throwaway track like he like yeah. barely put it on the project and that's what like blew him up so it's like, but if you think you got a good song, right, then you shoot your music video, you put it out, get that single popping, get your name out there. People start checking out your back catalog. And I think strategically dropping two singles before you drop your project gets everybody's attention there. And then like, you know, like one month you got this single, month, wait a month, month and a half, drop your next one. And then the month after that, drop your project. So everybody's kind of checking in on you, building your hype up. So I think there's a million ways to do it. Just depends on... um you know, what makes the most sense. Like I said, I, I, I try not to think too far ahead. I always say like, you only got to focus on the step you just took and the one you're about to take. So when you got some, I mean, I, I'm a vibe guy too, man. I don't know if, uh, what your belief systems are like, but, um, I, I wouldn't say I'm like overly religious, but I believe that, you know, there's, there's been something out there helping me out. So it's like, I, I really listen to like the vibes and try to interpret everything that's happening. And like, if I see a sign and I think it's like time to do something, I act on it, try not to overthink it. And that's kind of when shit works best. Yeah. What's your what's your recording process like when you, because because um, one of the paths for a producer, there's many different paths for a producer, especially now. I feel like the the gates have kind of been opened, where I mean, this producer's making videos, literally making a living on fucking sponsorships. Like there's companies that are paying thousands of dollars to like post videos on my channel or whatever, not post videos, but like have a little sponsor message in videos. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's there's companies i th in my opinion i think like yamaha i've i've yamaha hs7s i think yamaha m audio uh like the fucking mic i use the interface i think all those companies should be sponsoring every single producer i mean there's people making hundreds of thousands of dollars selling beats there's people getting placements and getting the like splits on the placements whatever there's so many different routes and one of those is like being an artist and I yeah. feel like that's something I want to do. And I think other people are figuring that out. And there's a lot of like, obviously like Kanye, but like there's a lot of like rappers that start off as producers. Like I remember G Easy started off just making beats and like a lot of people started off making beats. Like what's, what was your like recording process like? Well, like what um, is it like now when you start <laughs> recording? So basically, uh, when I'm making music, it's literally, um, other than, uh, so on my project, I uh, shout out Zeno, but the only feature on my project is a guy named uh, Zeno or Darius. He was, uh, when I went to college, he was like one of the dudes I met in the city I moved to and a massive hip hop fan. And me and him sat and binged so much Little Wayne and just listened to music. We're just massive hip hop heads. But um, 
other than him, when it comes to recording, I am by myself. That's when I find I do the best because I'm also yeah. my own. I'm recording myself, so like you know, hit the record button, run up to the mic, spit a line, come back, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, but when it comes to actually recording, like I don't write any lyrics down because um, I find that uh, if I do that, it doesn't come out right. Like yeah. I don't know, like if I just write down lyrics and it's like whatever it is, it's just it just for some reason I don't know if I'm just whatever. No, just, dude, I'm the same way. Like I, I kind of just need to just. Go, go at it well you know um because i have some songs that uh because like i would consider myself i mean i wouldn't even i don't think i sound like anybody i think i just sound like remington and that was uh one thing my guy in la said you know because i first started i'm sending him all my music and uh he's all like uh you know bigging me up because it was like i'd send him one and he's like yeah man this is good then he's like dude you got something here and then he's like all right he's like you got everything you got the look you got the sound he's like what you're doing right now like he's like you keep doing this there's no way you won't blow up I'm like oh dope but like uh half half the battle is like figuring out like you know because when it comes to rap there's flows and everything now is so melodic right there's so many like uh dun 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 like in the rap instead of just like spoken word you know so it's like uh yeah what i do with recording is um i have a sure sm7b so uh you know and like you said with the whole sponsorship thing it was like i bought everything alex tumay said to buy <laughs> so yeah. uh r- right now monitors <laughs> exactly I, yeah you know i got a uh, i got rocket fives right now which i'm probably gonna upgrade here soon but i mean they do the trick i got a uh, apollo quad twin quad or whatever um yeah, UAD. I'm, to, I'm gonna get the apollo twins soon yeah, dude, it's dope because um, you can run all your plugins in it. So, like, I run that through a Neve, and then I got a LA-1171 or however that goes through, and that also goes through some, something else. Like I said, I did whatever Alex Tumay said. But um, I run it through all of that, and then uh, in Pro Tools, basically, I'll find my beat or whatever I'm recording to, and then uh, I'll set it up, and I'll, you know, figure I'll run it through mixed-in key to find out what key the song's in, the tempo, all that jazz. And then uh, basically I'll set up my tracking track. So I, I always hear myself back. The whole time so like uh, yeah, I tra- yeah, and, yeah. I, and i also track with autotune on which was a trick i got with from uh young thug and yeah. that's how he did it he you have track- to yeah because like um you can really hear like what you're trying to do especially in this day and age so like, i would say like the number one backlight like when people talk shit about my music it was never my lyrics it was never my delivery because i put my passion into every single line it was always like oh you use too much autotune but like Dude, that's that shit. I love that shit. Like when Lil Wayne was on Dedication 3 mixtape and uh, dropping all those and started doing his crazy stuff with autotune, like I was like the Wayne I fell in love with. Um, and that's like the sound of hip hop now. But it's like I track with autotune on. And what I'll normally do is uh, start a song and like depending on what vibe I'm in or whatever, what vibe I get from the beat, because like the song is like um, based 100% around that beat because your beat's your whole vibe, yeah. man. Like, your beat, your tempo, like, your beat is the vibe. So uh, I track, and then, like, what I'll do is I'll just freestyle, like, the entire song, and I'll be trying a bunch of crazy shit. If you heard my freestyles back, you'd probably cringe. But it's like, I'm just trying, because, like, you know, I came into this not knowing how to sing, not knowing how to use my voice, you know, not knowing how to carry a melody, not knowing, like, how to even flow. And I remember in the beginning when I really didn't know, I would literally try over and over and over again until it sounded good. And it's like, okay, yeah. then I just got to keep doing that. But I'll freestyle until I come up with uh, a flow I like or something that sounds really good. And then I'm going to kind of build off of that. And then, uh, yeah, and I'll just base I'm, – I'm up and down, man. Record, spit a line, come back. I don't write anything. So it's like I find one line, like um, Villain, when I started recording that, like it starts with, who'd have thought we'd build these bridges just to burn them? 
And like the idea behind that was like, I built this relationship with an audience, right? That like, uh, started turning on me. Like as I got more <laughs> successful, you know, like I buy a car and like, I'm just getting shitted on, even though I, I haven't done, like all I did was buy a car. So it was like, and then like, then I built off of that. So like, and people are saying like, you know, I leased the car, my mom bought it for me or whatever. So then the line after that, I'm like, okay, like every dollar made, you know, I fucking earned it, you know, like just like, and they just build off of that man and fucking keep it going. And that's basically, yeah, my recording process. It's a uh, nothing spectacular, but I find that, um, when I hop in and I don't have any ideas of what I want it to be, or like, you know, hop in and like, okay, I want this song to be about girls. You know what I mean? I just hop in and like, whatever I'm feeling at the time, I spit it out. That just seems to, to work the best for sure yeah yeah i love making music because i've been making beats for so long and it's just like for me at this point now it doesn't matter how i can make the best beat on fucking planet earth and i have an audience of thousands of people who are watching it mm -hmm. listening to it and they love it and it's amazing and that's great i'm inspiring people but like for me it's just like it doesn't it's not a completed thing like the beat is still especially the way i make beats i don't make like beats that are like supposed to be put out as you know how people like put out beats that are like spotify singles and people yeah. just listen to them or whatever yeah like my beats are made because i was selling beats and like to sell beats you have to make beats that like you're like that a vocal needs to go over so you're exactly. kind of like making beats that are like you want when you're a producer you want to make beats that when someone listens to, they immediately are coming up with ideas and can't exactly. fucking resist to not record a song and then buy the lease. And that's how you make a living selling beats. So it's like, it's keeping it very simple. So like now it's just like, since I started like getting better at making music, I'm just like, damn, like this is the completed thing. Like you're telling a story in a different way. And I feel like I have a connection with my audience through YouTube, through the vlogs, through the videos. I have a connection on other social media obviously twitter instagram and like the podcast is like a great connection like an hour and a half long and i feel yeah. like i feel like songs just connects with people in a more emotional type of way like in a different more emotional type of way um because you're listening they're listening driving like depending on what the song is about they're either vibing to it or they're like fucking being sad to it or yeah, like whatever yeah. type of song it is well you know it's like uh drake's marvin Ma Ma ah, marvin's, yeah, yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. marvin's like, room that song is, is something like you know I was, everybody listening has probably heard that but it's like the vibes you get from a song like that like are just like unreal and i remember like that's that song i'd always revisit you know through breakups through whatever like you listen back to that and it's just like it's such a vibe and that was like the goal with like when I want to start making music was like, you want people to feel something, right? Cause I think, exactly. uh, you know, when I first started, uh, well, especially now that my project's out, especially since we were trending on Datpiff, like I have all these underground people like hitting my DMs, like, hey, you want to collab, you know? And I'll, I'll like hop in and check out their music. And um, the biggest thing I see, not that I will knock anybody else's hustle or hard work, but the one thing I see is that like, the songs, it's just so like, like the delivery and just like the, the vocal inflections and like everything is just so like, I don't know, just like dry and you, you want to feel something off of it. Like I have a song, Psychopath, which is the craziest I've ever went on a song. And it's all about just like uh, driving yourself crazy, uh, uh, reading comments. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. uh, but like, it's like that song was like, took everything I had to like deliver it. And it's like, that's also like one of my most popular songs, surprisingly. And I was, I thought that one, I debated on putting that one out because it was so like graphic. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
But, uh, yeah, you know, one thing, if uh, any producers are listening to, it's like when I'm looking for beats, right, and I'm, tr- I'm trying to find them, one thing I'll see with some beats and a mistake I made early on is I would look at a beat and I'd be like, this beat is nasty. But when you try to plug it in and put something on top of it, yeah, there's almost too can. much going on in the beat. So you literally, like, the vocals, you can't even, like, fit them in, you know, without everything clashing. It sucks because it's like it's this weird like give and take. Um, I was gonna actually ask you that too. Like, what's your process of finding beats? Well, uh, you can answer that in a second. But yep. like, it's a weird give and take with like the producers because it's like on on one point it's like you're trying to post beats on the internet and fucking flex. Yo, look at me do this crazy shit. Come follow yeah. me. I need to build a personal brand. But at the same time, you're trying to make some money and sell beats to people and like or give beats to people that they can actually use and most of the time it's so fucking simple and it's like it's tough because like i'll be making videos and i want to flex in a video and do some crazy shit but at the same time i might be done with the beat in fucking five minutes yeah and like not want to do anything because i i'm gonna record on this and sometimes i record on the song and sometimes i just leave it the way it is and make make another one for the video or something but um yeah what's your what are you when you are sitting in the studio you ran through all the same beats like what's your process like what do you do to go find beats like what was the first thing (laughs) so uh for me when i first started um i would look on uh, beatstars.com so like i'm on all these beat (laughs) sites you know what i mean and i'm like like listening to beats um as i should do yeah yeah as i started um as i started getting a little bigger and like actually putting music out there i had people reach out they'd like send me beat packs and um luckily for me man i would have grant go through them and try to like you know find the best ones and like send them to me and like see what fit my vibe and everything and uh yeah uh honestly though like all in all i ended up going back to uh beat stars and i would sit and i would just um like listen dude and like the the downside to that is like you listen to a hundred you know i don't want to say bad beats but you know what i mean hundred beats you don't necessarily yeah. vibe with then it's like you know, then that'll kill your mood in general. But most of my beats, I mean, I would find a couple producers on Beatstars that I really liked, and then uh, I would just buy, uh, you know, four or five, six beats that I thought were good, and then I might only end up using two of them. But, um, yeah, there was uh, some producers on there that made shit that I, you know, if I made a good song to one of their beats, I would kind of go back through and listen to the rest of them and see and then pick them out that way. But it's crazy now because, like, uh, ever since the project dropped, I had people – hit me with beats all, all the time. But, you know, it's, and it's also too, man, that first impression is so big. Like if I pull up, like I've gotten some beat packs and it's like I pull it up and the first song, um, once again, I don't want to say bad, but the first one is so not what I'm looking for that I don't even check out the rest of them because it's all time, you know what I mean? So it's like that first impression, right? If you're going to send someone something, make sure it's like your, your best, you know what I mean? That yeah. way they'll actually check the rest of it out. It's just weird because like – it's just weird because like I, I literally the last video I did was like a beat contest like where you send a beat I rate it one to ten it's like rapid fire and I just yeah it's just this thing I do one to ten series and um it's weird because like at this point now I'm getting so many submissions if I do a contest or whatever and like some of them are trash and some of them are amazing but both producers that send those same beats in the amazing one and the trash one think they're amazing because that's just how it works yeah. you know what i mean like you're gonna look back at your prototype album and be like damn like this shit sucks <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> yeah and you're gonna yeah. like compare to the shit that you'll be making in a year from now or two years exactly. from now. and that's like if i go back and listen to my some of my first beats i'm like holy shit like how are these these are horrible like my kick is fucking smothered in the mix like or yeah. whatever like um i mean yeah, that's tricky 
that, that that's all part of uh just getting better though you know like um when i made villain for instance i i thought that song was like perfect when i heard it you know and like i remember like i wasn't even gonna launch my music and then um, i made villain and i sent it to ank and grant and they're both like dude this is insane and then like i had this i'm like i'm just gonna put this out like i'm tired of hiding it so i dropped it and like it was perfect but then like in the context of the album not not that like I like I love I absolutely do love that song, but it's like then I listen back and I'll listen to like my flow and certain things I did. And I'm like, man, you like because like as I moved through the project, I got I just felt like I, I just feel myself getting better. And it was like the final song I did before the outro was Rockstar, and on that like my flow, the melody, like I'm I'm in love with that song. That's a lot of people's favorite song. But it's like um and that song I did so fast and it just all came came to my head. So it's like I can only imagine. You know, I'm working on new tracks right now for the second project, and already I'm like, Damn, this is just. Yeah, I mean, we're still just tapping the surface, you know, but that's yeah. part, part of getting better. You know what I mean? I, th- I think you can tell like when you just have an like when you just have like an ear for it, because like then again, when I go listen to some of my beats back, I am like, damn, like this is like such a good idea. I just didn't have the skills built up to actually do what I wanted to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like because as you get better at something. Like, I used to have ideas and be like, damn, I want to do this, but I just can't fucking do it. I just don't know how to do it, even though I'd have the idea, like, in my head. And I'm like, I want my kick to hit hard, or I want this to happen, like, or my melodies are way too harsh or whatever. But, like, you might have some good ideas for music, and um, but you just, like, as you build your skills up, everything just comes together better. And, like... Well, like, experience. That, you know, that's the, uh, that's the thing, too, listening to a lot of stuff is, like... um certain people right like really like can vibe with one thing that you and me might not might not like at all like literally yeah. all i listen to is hip-hop and there's like but when i go into our gym the guys that work there all listen to like like screamo rock and it's not that like i think it's bad it's just like i would never ever ever go out of my way to listen to that so it's like yeah. it's all, also too separating that it's like um when it comes to feedback like when i first launched it was like getting feedback from um, a lot of white people, honestly, they're like meal prep white people. So it was like, <laughs> they don't even understand hip hop whatsoever. You know, I've never even listened to it. And it was like, um, I just really separate that out, you know? Cause then like, I have like all my younger subscribers riding with me heavy. And then I got like older people trying to act like, you know, my mom or dad, like this isn't what you should be doing. And I'm like, you, you don't even, you don't even know. <laughs> you don't even know. So this is that too, man. There's different strokes for uh, different folks. Like I'm a diehard Drake fan. Like I, it's hard for me to ever, you know, like shit on anything Drake's ever done because it's like I'm just I like I ride with that dude so heavy because like I've listened to everything he's ever put out. So yeah. it's like when there's some people that like just will refuse to ever listen to a Drake song, and it's like, well, it is what. Yeah, it I mean, is. like I'll, I'll literally get emails and it'll be like, "Yo, this is the best beat you've ever made," and they'll send me the link to one of my videos. And I'll click on it and it will be like the worst. It'll be like a video from a year ago and it'll be like a a, a beat I made on like FL Studio Mobile, like the app, yeah. the mobile app. And it'll be, and it was like so bad. And I'm like, oh yeah. my God. Cause like people just like different things. And oh, um, for sure, man. I always tell people too, this is what I always say, like when I put out a video or like a piece of content, podcast, song, music, beat, whatever I put out and it doesn't get a lot of views or it doesn't get, the amount of views that I wanted or whatever. Um, my favorite songs by some of my favorite artists are the songs that like nobody knows. Yes. Yeah, I don't know if you're like that too. Yeah, oh, you are. Oh, for sure. hundred percent. Like my favorite G I, I've said this before, but my favorite Jeezy song is called um, the day it all changed. And it's like literally like if you went to his, his like, if you were able to go to his music somehow and do like a, a least popular to popular, it would probably be in the top five least popular songs he's put out and like views wise 
And um, I always think about that when I when I put stuff out. Um, just like this podcast, like this podcast is like there's two people that types of people that listen to this podcast. My diehard fans that just started listening to podcasts because of me, and the people that are kind of fans of me that are religiously listening to podcasts and like throw this in the mix. Yeah. Um, and like that's a big thing for me. It's like I've since I started a podcast, it's like my messages went from three sentences, man, you're amazing, you're so inspiring, to like four page fucking essays telling me how I fucking changed their life. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. And um and I'm just getting started with this. Like I'm 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 trying to make a video version as well of this podcast and, and like start doing it on YouTube too just because I feel like it's easier to grow through hey, the more places you're in, man, the better off. That was like when my project dropped, like putting it on Datpiff, put it on every mixtape site I could. Like, you know, the the goal ultimately like isn't money. Because, like, you know, if I wanted money, I could just sit back and grind out meal prep videos for the rest of my life. But it's, like, really just to be heard. So it's, like, you know, I didn't even ask my channel to go buy the album on iTunes or anything. I'm like, just listen to it however you can. It's on SoundCloud for free. It's on Spotify. Yeah, I mean, it's everywhere. That's the same with me with, like, the beats. Like, I said this on one of my earlier podcasts. I was like, do I really want to use this? Do I really want to use this platform to just build a fucking beat-selling empire? You know what I mean? Because, right. like, when you sell beats... Like you sell beats to someone, like when fucking four hundred people have the or not four hundred, that's a lot of money. But like when like fifty people have the same beat, like your fucking YouTube videos are getting copyright strikes because like they're uploading it and claiming it. It's just like it kind of devalues it a little bit for me when you're selling all these beats and and like and like posting like you just made this great piece of work. And I could be making hundreds of thousands of dollars just off the beats, but it's like I want to create something bigger than that and it's gonna take it's gonna take more time but like i don't know i think it's worth it hey man it's worth it because you'll have a legacy you can leave behind your your kids or you know whoever it's like it's like having a having something tangible you know what i mean that like that you worked for you build it like you could give it to your kids one day you could you know whatever with it do you have like um do you have like other fitness people that you're homies with in the fitness um niche or do you kind of like do your own thing um you know when i first started the whole fitness thing um i thought that like blowing up as a fitness youtuber and getting subscribers like everybody would be so like cool <laughs> you know like uh i don't know man maybe you call it a little naive but like you expect everybody to be like i'm like i'm a friendly dude i would consider myself that you know i see you out you smile at me and we talk like i'll talk to anybody it's whatever but like um you find out after you're in it for a little bit how fake a lot of these dudes are and just how like um I don't know, man. It's just like a lot, like just a lot of bullshit. Shit, I won't get into right here. But if I yeah, did, yeah. if I did, like, there's people I ride with. Um, Chris Jones is like probably my my best fitness connection. I would say. I think I've heard of that actually. Yeah, Pump Chasers. He's a he, he's yeah, an OG yeah, man. Yeah. That was the first fitness YouTuber I ever watched, and all my early videos were based off of his. The way he vlogged, yeah, the way he did I've everything. Watched, I think I watched a bunch of those actually. Yeah, and then uh, Travis S. That's a homie. And then um, let me think. Goody Beats, I'm cool with. Uh, I was, was going to say, um, like, do you ever think of, like, reaching out to people you know and be like, yo, fucking use my – you can use my music <laughs> on YouTube and monetize it. Yeah. Like, here's um, my fucking songs. Yeah, I've, uh, I've thought about it. Um, I don't know. It's, uh, it's, it's crazy because, like, where I'm at right now, it's like, you know, like I said, I'll always have a love for fitness. I'll always work out. I'll always eat good. But it's like – I, I'm I'm trying to like separate the two a little bit. 
You know what yeah. I mean? Like I'm like like you know I reached that point. I took everything off my channel. It's like I just want to like keep that is like you know it's what it was in the beginning which was like just meal prep videos just showing people how to be better just like inspiring people and then finding a way to separate my music from it like um yeah so i'm just like i said i'm still in the process of thinking through all this i haven't uploaded a video in two weeks i'm working on new music i'm just um trying to think really logically what the next best step is i have my supplement company launches final boss performance here in uh, like two weeks so mm -hmm. um you know getting stuff ready for that and everything and it's like uh yeah just figuring out you know, I'm juggling a lot of things, man, and it's like on, on one hand with my like fitness channel, it's like I'm a personal trainer, you know, I, I, I do that and that's like one faucet of me. But then like on the other hand, it's like I love creating music, you know, so like that's another side and it's like both sides don't really, you know, seem to mesh as well as I'd like them to. So, uh, you know, figuring it out, man. One one day at a would time. You, would you like to like if you were if if in a perfect world if some if a genie came down and said, here's <laughs> how you can perfectly mesh the fitness and the music together so that you can upload videos and do both. Like, would you want to do that one channel where f maybe for like six more months you're kind of doing both and like showing a little bit of music, and then like and then it's like fifty fifty and then it's like seventy thirty mostly <laughs> music. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, cause Dude. I always look at those, I always look at like the phase kids, like those phase kids and like yeah. a ton of other people have done this where they started off. Like the video was call of duty two fucking gameplay, no talking, no face, nothing. And then the next one was a little bit of commentary. Hey guys, I'm, I'm 13 years old and uh, I'm talking about Christmas or whatever they're talking about. And then like a year later, they're showing their face and doing crazy trick shots. Then they're going to like a local video game convention now 2019 what's the fucking i always i always say this let's go to phase rock's channel again yeah. and fucking see what his newest video is it's we kept this a secret from you guys featuring logan paul the one after staying at a haunted mansion the next one my new lamborghini truck it just like has nothing yeah. to do with video games and like i feel like even though i make beats and like music they kind of coincide for sure pretty yeah, nicely for sure. um I feel like I'm trying to do that as well. It's like, cause it's still a niche that I'm like kind of breaking out of, I guess. I don't know. You know, uh, in a perfect world for sure. I mean, I tried it when I first started launching music. Um, and it was like, uh, you know, it's so easy to focus on like the bullshit comments, you know what I mean? And like disregard the hundred good ones you get, but the one bad one's the one that like eats at you <laughs> for, you know, a little bit, but it's like, um, I tried it, man. And, uh, after really, you know, sitting and like, thinking about it and looking at my demographic and shit like so like i said earlier so many of my subs are like a little bit older um you know and obviously the music that's out right now especially the shit that's popping you know is is kind of what i'm making or tr attempting to make you know and it's like um i realized that uh what happened with my channel early on especially is that like people would search how to meal prep on google and like the way my videos are optimized is that you type in how to meal prep one of my videos is going to pop up so people find a video they watch it and like you said you binge like you know for a couple weeks or whatever so they'd go through and they'd watch all my meal prep videos absorb the knowledge they'd probably subscribe and then they never came back to check in on me as a person to watch a vlog you know what i mean so like I preferred the vlogs actually. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and like uh, a, a lot of a that's lot just of, the way I consume YouTube though. Like, yeah, I'd rather just like the day in the life shit. Yeah, but like um, you know, in uh, you know, a, a mom, you know, forty years old with a couple kids, like that's not how she consumes YouTube, right? And a lot yeah. of my, or a dad, you know, so a lot of my subscribers fall into that. So like, what would happen, and what I noticed would happen 
was like I would upload a vlog, especially as I started doing like, you know, more like out there vlogs. Like I try to be funny and I really just try to switch up my content because I was bored making the same content and like trying not to step yeah. on a toe, trying not to cuss, like not putting anything in it that I think would offend anybody. And it was like, then I would like, and I noticed it first off when I bought my new car. And it was like, I would, you know, thumbnail, title, put it out. And then people that hadn't watched a video for a year that had only ever watched meal prep videos come in and now their opinions on my channel. And it was just like, I don't know, man. I just have an audience on there that I don't think I could ever win a battle against trying to make the switch over without dealing with all the bullshit from it. So I think I think negative comments too is just like mostly a lack of fucking context. Like I think anyone that's given me a negative comment, um, like if even if I comment back sometimes, because like honestly at this point I don't really. There's been a couple that I've like, wow, that's pretty. That's a pretty bad negative comment. But <laughs> yeah. like, but like most of them, like I honestly kind of just goes in, just kind of goes in and out. Like I don't really care. <laughs> like yeah, honestly, for sure. At this point, like that's how you gotta be. There's been so many. It's like, all right, dude, what's new? Fucking three hundred other people said the same thing before that. But um, I feel like even if you. I feel like it's just a lack of context. Like sometimes when I respond, sometimes people go, "Um, oh, no, man, it's all good. Like the video's dope. Oh, jeez. Yeah, fucking, exactly. You know what I mean? And oh, if they saw you in dope. person, they wouldn't say like this, this kid commented. <laughs> yeah. This kid commented an hour ago, one of my last comments. And he said, you're fucking annoying. <laughs> and I, and I hearted it and said, thanks, bro. Appreciate it. <laughs> and that's, uh, and that was one thing too, uh, on my channel, I did a thing called a uh, troll week. So to promote my album, basically, I just made a video every day, like just crazy stuff. And I got like all these people coming out thinking I lost my mind thinking that, uh, I was, just, I don't know, addicted to drugs, whatever. And it was funny because like for the first time on my channel, I like kind of set out with the intention to trigger people. And then you really like notice it all. And it's like a different perspective when you look at it, you know, cause like before it's like I'm making these vlogs and I'm trying my hardest just to make people enjoy the content, you know, and have nothing to complain about. But we live in a day and age where everybody complains about something. It doesn't even matter. Like you can, yeah. every, like I could cure cancer tomorrow and then fucking someone's gonna say <laughs> I did it just to promote my next single. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, uh, when I trolled my channel and did all this, it really showed me like, cause I'd, I'd make one video, dude, and everybody hated me, thought I was losing my mind. And like the goal was there's channels out there like Philly on, I love that channel, that dude's hilarious. But like, I was wanting someone that like, they make videos about other fitness channels. I wanted someone to make one about me just to like raise awareness for the album. Cause that's every video I was promoting it. So like, uh, it never, never happened. I think anybody smart enough knew what I was doing, but it was like, um, it really showed me like, I'd make one video and they all hate me. And then in the next video I talk about like, you know, my problems with drugs I've had in the past, like my overdose and everything. And then like, everybody loves me again. And then the next video, I tell a story that I make up off the top of my head about like meeting aliens and shit. And then everybody hates me again. I'm losing my mind. It was just like this crazy up and down. I think it's, I think it's just the state the internet in, is in. It's just like mm -hmm. people's first opinions just fucking comes out as text. Um, like, like I always think about the same way I consume things too. And like, it's like, it's like, I just fucking said, like, if I didn't have fucking a hundred thousand subscribers, if I had 30 subscribers and no profile picture, maybe I would have been the one commenting, oh, here's <laughs> right. the fitness dude trying to make fucking a rap yeah. album. You know what I mean? Right. I, it's like, it's like people just see things and then just the first opinion just comes to text and then they yeah. put the phone down and immediately forget about it and exactly continue to watch the fucking game or whatever they're fucking watching. But for us, it's our, it's our lives and we're yeah, reading man. these like this fucking video that I took hours to fucking make. 
Well, you know, and it's the first it, comment is this sucks. <laughs> yeah. Or it's like, you know, I always try to break it down. It's like, um, you know, if you worked a job, for instance, before I got on YouTube, I sold cell phones at Sprint. It's like if a, if a customer came into my face and was like, you're terrible at this, this store sucks, blah, blah, blah. Like, like that shit sucks. And it's kind of the same thing with a comment, you know? And uh, that's where it's been like wrapping my head around what it really is. You know what I mean? Because most of that hate, dude, is... You know, just comes from like a very jealous, insecure, or just like, just like a yeah, hateful person. I just think it's person. like, I, I just think it's like, I don't know. I just don't think it's very like, doesn't, it doesn't really affect me. I feel like it's just like not yeah. truly meaningful. If someone like came up to me in person and said some of the things like that and like knocked to my door and told me that, they'd be like, damn, this person actually fucking hates me. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I feel like it's so easy to do on a comment that I'm like, all right, this person's just like, this person it like got in an argument with his fucking aunt today and that's why he's bitching at me because well, like you know what i mean he's yeah, having or, a bad day or you know like i think back to when i was a kid man and i wasn't the happiest kid in the world you know i got in a lot of trouble as a kid and if i had the power of the internet who knows i could be one of these trolls myself you know what i mean that's so, what i'm saying dude like it's and people a lot of people are like are trying to comment some funny shit too to get upvotes you know what exactly I mean? it's all it's all chasing clout like you know, yeah. like, so I don't really, I take it with a grain of salt. And then like, I always just think about like how many fucking lives, like I could die today. And like, I've fucking literally like changed the trajectory of people's fucking lives. Just yeah. giving them a purpose of like making music or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, all, man. it's all about, it's all about your impact brother. And like, I do, I, I, I even, uh, speaking of the comments, I even like, and that was that thing in like villain. It was like uh talking stuff on Graham, but where are they at in person? Only time you see them is through their mama's curtains. Right. I love that bar, but it's like, yeah. you know, a lot of times, like it really does kind of boil down. I think Drake even raps about it in his emotionless song, but it's like, you know, a lot of times it's, pro it's probably just some like young kid that's going through some shit and it's like, Boom, you know, like that's the outlet right there. Like exactly. Yeah, it's a crazy um, world we live in, brother. Crazy, but it's it's also the best time to be alive. So it's all about shifting your mindset and like really seeing like man with technology, like we're able to have this conversation like millions of miles apart. Yeah. I don't know about millions, but <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, dude, I, I said that and immediately was like, damn, that's a. I don't think there's that many yeah. miles in the world. <laughs> yeah, probably not. That's Hundreds. like Mars, I think. <laughs> um. But yeah, tell me about because you're you're still in Ohio right now, right? Tell me yeah. about like I, I was watching all your vlogs because I was I'm I'm gonna eventually wanting I eventually want to move to LA um, or like maybe not LA like in the center of LA but like outside of LA yeah. somewhere just because like I don't really want to be in LA just because like I don't know yeah, I try, yeah I, got, I got stories about that. Uh, <laughs> Tell me, yeah, tell me about, like, what's your, where are you at now? Because, like, I, my, I'll tell you my reasons why I want to move there. Number one, um, the the biggest thing is the weather. It's yep. fucking seven degrees here in, in Boston. It is disgusting. Like, mm -hmm. um, I I hate it. <laughs> I'm a pretty active person. I like to be outside, like, yeah. getting sun and, and whatever. That's the biggest reason. Uh, number two, a lot of people around me like anyone i know that is from the boston area massachusetts anyone I went to school with i went to school in like uh new mass lowell university of massachusetts like everyone just has jobs they're not doing anything mm -hmm. so two re two reasons most of my most of the people i know through music are in la right now so like technically those are my friends now the only people i talk to and the weather <laughs> so like yeah. where are you at with like 
well, that stuff. Because so, you wanted to go because of music, right? I did, yeah, I did. Because at one point I thought, um, this was like early on too, because um, I'm the type of guy, man, I make my mind up. I'm like, you know, I'm all in. So it's like, you know, when um, I rap about it in some of my songs, but it's just like, you know, I I knew I wanted to do this. I made my mind up. And it was like, I was going to do whatever it took. And I figured LA, you know, you always hear about it, but it's like, you know, LA and New York and then Houston, I think, are like some of the top in Miami are like the top music cities. Right. And I even looked it up and I was like, well, you know what? LA sounds fun. I do nothing about LA. Right. Other than what I'd seen. I was like, I get out of this weather. Cause right now in Ohio, it's zero degrees and uh, a yeah. wind chill. Of yeah. I lived in 25. Ohio for like um, three months when I was starting one of those companies. The investors were from Ohio. <laughs> yeah, and like you so know, I, three and, uh, dude, I got that, that was another thing. Like on the channel, right? It's like I express interest in moving, and then just blah 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 blah, you know, all this shit. But it's like, um, you know, it's not that I dislike Ohio. It's just that you know I've been here for my whole life, and it's like it's time to just I don't know, like new sights, new sounds, and um, with a certain level of success, especially in the town you live in, man, comes um, you know, people. Like when I started dropping music, it was like people that I thought we were friends. If I'd have seen them, like I would have, hey, what's up? Buy him a drink or whatever. It's like people start turning on you, you know? And like it's, I don't know, like I said, jealousy, whatever you want to call it. But it's like, um, you know, part of it's in. That's why in, I don't have friends. <laughs> yeah, man. That's why I got like two. Um, even like my closest friends started turning. You know, it's it's just crazy, man. I Yeah. If, anybody out there, you, you start winning, you'll really see who your true friends are. I've, I've distanced, my, distanced myself from every single person. Yeah. Just because, I mean, like, I'm trying to do something here. No yeah. one fucking makes beats in Massachusetts. You know, and, it, and it's like it's like just evolving as a person. And um, when I first went out to L.A., one thing I didn't anticipate. I knew it would cost money to move, right? But it was like me and my buddy were going to get a house, and we're thinking, we'll get a big house. You, he's got a couple dogs. Yeah, we're, we're, Ohio we're to L.A. is a pretty big fucking difference. Yeah, and, it, and it's like we're going to make this work. We get out there, and you're finding that, like, dude, the one place we looked at – so. Like in LA, for instance, you want to live in LA, you hop on uh, realtor.com or Zillow or whatever you're using, there would be like 100 yeah. houses, right? And then you would hit the um, dog filter and take it down to 10. <laughs> yeah. And then um, so now, so it's like we're in LA, we're not finding shit. We're going and looking at all these places and like all the pictures, like for real, we got like uh, uh, catfished. It was like the pictures had to have been taken when the place was first built. Like, cause yeah. like you show up and these places were dumped. And then, uh, so we eventually found a place that was in a, uh, I can't remember the, the the name of the little suburb or whatever, but it was like, we found a place and it was like, it was awesome, dope, had everything we needed, but it was going to be eight grand a month. So we sat Damn. back and that's, that's four grand a piece. And we're sitting back like, all right, like, is this right? Cause we're settling for this house already. Kind of like, we're not in LA like we wanted. We're outside of it. We're an hour away. It's like, so uh, we came back and reevaluated shit. And then I just kind of, that's when the music's really started clicking. And I realized like, fuck, I put my whole first project out. You know what I mean? Recorded in my home studio, did everything myself. So it was like, um, yeah. And at, at this point now, you know, weather's terrible here. And it's like, uh, <laughs> I even say that in a song. It's like back in the day when I didn't mind the weather, you know, you didn't even think about it back in the day, but it was yeah. like, uh, you know, just getting out into the sun and just like the vibes because you wake up some days man and it's overcast it's cold you look outside yeah, I, ain't nothing i lived happening. in florida for a year my, one of my buddies lived down there and like this is right before i started selling beats and i didn't know what the fuck i was doing and i was like fuck it florida's florida's like the cheapest place ever <laughs> like yeah. so i went down there rent was like 375 a month and we were in like a gated community like it was um, it was amazingly cheap and i was just ubering running out of money but then i figure out how to sell beats but like yeah i was living in florida for a year and i was like dude never again am i fucking doing a winter like i just went the whole yeah. year with fucking sun i'm riding bikes in the middle of fucking 
February, like just well, like you know, and like crazy. being, and especially when I was a vlogger too at the time, it was like yeah. you know, like 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 no one has any idea when you're vlogging how much more difficult it is when it's like nasty outside. It's like like today, for instance, they're telling everybody not even to leave your house, right? I mean, I'm still yeah. going to the gym, but it's like. Man, so like trying to like film content in it, but um, anyways, we got our companies launching um, and everything this year, and then the music's doing its thing, and um, yeah, we're just um, you know like because obviously it's a team thing, man. Like uh, my team, Grant and Ank, it's like those are my dudes; they're gonna be with me start to finish. So it's like all of us get putting our heads together and um, figuring out where we want to go. Which um, yeah, I mean maybe have them for a reason, dude. Because like if you go to, it's a lot more beneficial. And I, I mean, I know you like have sources of income and really figured out the whole like personal brand fitness thing. Yeah. But imagine if you had like 300,000 monthly listeners and then moved to LA, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or whatever. Like yeah. imagine if you just had the whole like music thing settled too, to the point where you had these fitness businesses popping and then you had the music thing going like, cause you, cause you want all the fucking leverage. Cause like the music business is like, is fucking weird right now like i oh, think yeah. my in my opinion i'm not i don't care what kind of fucking offers i get i'm not signing anything like the what i want to do with my life is 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 wake up every day and do what i want to do with my life yeah so real. like i don't want fucking anything i don't want any type of deals like i did those businesses and like we signed and and got like and got like investments and like it was like a disaster like we, we got hundreds of thousands of dollars of investments and like hired on these people and it was like dude i don't want to fucking i hate taking investing investor calls like i don't give a fuck like if i wanted to today i could have just been like you know what i don't want to do this podcast fuck that i'm just yeah. gonna sleep the whole day <laughs> even though right. i wouldn't do that but like the fact that i have control over my life is like what I like the most. And like, even when I went to LA, I went to LA in October just for like six days. I got, my sister got six days off, went there, filmed like three videos and just like linked with a bunch of people, whatever. Like going there as fucking Kyle Beats. I've been there, I think I've been there twice before with my friend Cam and I was kind of just going like as his videographer, as his like, as his guy, cause I can pretty much do fucking everything. like. I'm a jack of all trades when it comes to everything. I was a <laughs> DJ, videographer, photographer, like everything. I was doing everything. And um, yeah, it's just so much better when you actually are there and you can, I could walk into a room and be like, you know, I don't really fucking care. Like, like there could be millions of dollars on the table. I'd be like, you know what? I'm not going to do this. You know, I had a uh, situation Chilling. back a while back and I was working with other people and um, I invested in a, uh, supplement company and um you know i just i learned real quick that um you know when you especially when like you're working for people it's like you can bring maximum amount of work ethic into something and it's not always reciprocated by everybody else so yeah. it's like you know and that's that thing like you said about signing a deal it's like um i've gotten some uh you know i'd call them goofy offers because i wouldn't say that they would even be worth my time but it's like <laughs> um you know it's like in order for yeah, i've gotten some fucking offers as well yeah, but like, you know, it's like at the end of the day, it's got to be beneficial for everybody involved. Like it's got to be like it's got to make sense. It's like it's not like I want to sign a check and then, you know, I got to sit and grind music out for you guys. It's like I want it to be beneficial, man. I want like you to eat off of it, but me too. And I want that like it to be fair. And I think a lot of um I think like Little Skies is going through that right now. 
but like signing a deal real early and then like a lot of his money gets cannibalized and like um yeah it's it's people taking advantage of people of, man I think a lot of people fucking go through that because yeah. they see it as a especially that's why they it's like I feel like it's like dude that's why a lot of fucking people that get signed are these like 18 year old kids who they just blow up and it's yeah. like oh you gotta be fucking 18 year old to rap no it's because they've never been through a I mean a lot of 27 year olds probably have been through the same thing but like a lot of 18 year olds are like oh shit I'm getting signed this is my way out I have a purpose now I'm gonna put it on Instagram yo I signed a fucking deal and people yeah. are gonna think I'm but I always because I went through the, U, the 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 company was called U Crush. it was an app because I did all that and I did like a bunch of other random things I was, I was with my homie Cam who was like he was like always going to like these shows with like we were backstage hanging out with G-Eazy and like we I went on tour with him like twice as a DJ and That's you're just dope. able to see I was performing in front of like thousands of people and like I was able to I think I had the perfect amount of experiences like when you're when you're dude like like oh it's crazy like oh, yeah. I'm I'm on I'm on tour in front of thousands of people every single night putting up Instagram posts doing this DJing jumping around in front of thousands of people I could literally say anything to them and like building your brand is not gonna work like that you know what yeah. i mean and i was like dude none of this shit fucking matters like being a fucking tour like there's a lot of tour djs that that like that's their purpose they go on tour they're barely getting paid at all they can't you can't make a living off of that unless you're like geezy's dj right now yeah but like um they're they're going on tour and like it's 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 like this illusion of like Oh, I have my life figured out. There's thousands of people fucking screaming when I say something into a microphone, and I'm the fuck. And I go to the after party, and I'm the fucking shit in VIP. But it's like I'm fucking broke. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like I was broke at the time, had nothing going on. It's like, it's like an illusion. So you have to like. Well, so much uh, of hip hop in general is an illusion, man. Like the fake jewelry, the fake watches. Like you know, like yeah. these these artists rapping about owning owning a watch that's like uh, eighty grand, and it's like that's that that ain't real. <laughs> and it's uh and so much of it, man, with like streaming nowadays and shit. And like J Cole raps about it, but it's like the ability to like buy plays and buy YouTube views and buy everything. It's all like, so many people will look at a video and it's like, all right, what's the upvote to downvote ratio? What's the views? Okay, this guy's automatically popping, his perception. So it's like, how much of this, you know what I mean? That's why like, I'm in a thing, like, I listen to Joe Budden podcast a lot. And it's like, um, I'm at a time, like, and Joe always says like, he doesn't know what to believe anymore when he sees it. Cause it's like, you know, you look at uh, Jaden Smith put out a music video not too long ago and I hopped into it. Wasn't out for long and it had uh, like 90K upvotes and only like 2K down. And, uh, but like the views were only like 180,000. So I was like, that's impossible, <laughs> you know? So yeah. it's like, just not know, like, you know what I mean? So like so much of it is, uh, is just perception, man. And like, that's it's just that's, important too to like, think about people have a, it's, it's important not to think about like people think about tomorrow rather than like, I think about like six years from now and not in the sense of like, Oh, what's your five year plan. But like in the sense of all right, if I fucking go out and I have a fucking 2010 Toyota Corolla and I make a fucking ton of money and I'm not, and I'm keeping it. So it's like, if I go out and try to flex for my videos and don't have enough money to spend on this thing. And right. like, it's about, it's about like 
taking your fucking time <laughs> with this shit and like building the value and like just enjoying the fucking process. Well, you know, that was like when I bought my IA, the funniest part about that was, was like, I'm like grinding videos out, dude, like making money. Um, and I like, I didn't ever really spend any of it. I kept it and it reached a point where like, I had just like a lot of money and uh, my ta uh, tax people were like, you need to spend some like of this, like you need something. And then like, I thought about hip hop and everything. I'm like, I've always wanted a car. I'm like, why not YOLO? went out and bought it. It was funny what the car did for people's perception of me in a crazy way. It's crazy, it's like, dude. I was the same so dude crazy. right before I bought the car for after buying the car. Now you're like, fucking popping. I don't yeah, get it, dude. It's so crazy. It's, it's, I don't, yeah. Honestly, like, dude, I need to do that shit more. Like, my biggest worry is, like, that I'm not going to be able to wake up and do what I want. And, like, yeah. I have a huge fear of, like, running out of money for some reason. <laughs> and, like, and, like, I need to do it more. I think I've been getting better at that ever since I got hit with fucking taxes and I was like, Jesus Christ, they take oh, that yeah, much dude. money. They do, like, man. Ever, ever since that, I've been better at like spending money to like write off as expenses. And like my studio is fucking sick as fuck right now. I'm about to buy a whole podcast set up for the video and like investing into my, into my business, which is Kyle Beats. But, was, I yeah. remember the first 10 grand I made off of YouTube. Like I turned right around and spent like five grand of it on like a new camera, a new mic, new computers, yeah, like, Same you know what I mean? Investing back into yourself and like, you know, my car is expensive as it was. It was like in my head, I'm like, all right, I know I'm doing the music. I hadn't even launched a song yet. I'm like, I know I'm doing all this stuff and like, uh, you know, and so much of it's visual, right? Like when you listen to an artist, it's like, this dude's successful. And a lot of it's like listening and being like, I vibe with this dude. I like what this guy's got going on. You know what I mean? And it's like when you see that stuff, especially in the hip hop game. So like I bought the car for that. And like on the flip side, it was dope because I could literally write off every penny of it. Cause it was like, you know, technically a business investment, <laughs> you That's know? Dope. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's always just like, it's like, oh yeah, I know you're making money, but damn, I didn't know you're making that much money. I feel like that's always like the thing. It's like, yeah, that's, it that's like one of the puts it into perspective, you know, and people, uh, people downplay like how hard all this shit can really be, especially when you're grinding videos out and, you know, even on days you don't quite feel like it, like you're still like, cause for me, I work every single day. Like there's not a day I take off. So like even, even like an easy day for me is still three or four hours on a computer. You know what I mean? Like that's an easy day. And it's like, yeah. um, you know, so much goes into that. And, uh, you know, I tell anybody out there listening, it's like, um, go out there, work your ass off, reap every single benefit of your hard work because, you know, there's, that's really at the end of the day, man, it's like, life is about making something creating something that like you're passionate and proud about and um you shouldn't really ever have to apologize to anybody too if you make some money and you want to go buy a car where the doors open up like a lamborghini go for it because if you work your ass off you earned it shit let's get it usually at the end of this podcast i'll do like uh what advice would you give someone who is starting tomorrow someone who wants to make a youtube channel and just wants to Maybe not be an artist. Maybe they, maybe they want to make beats. Maybe they want to be an artist. Maybe they don't know what they want to do and they're just trying things. What would you tell someone to do tomorrow that, you know, I want to put out content. I like music. I like this. I like that. How would you, what would you tell them to do tomorrow? I would say that um, the most important part, the one part that um, no one seems to ever do <laughs> is uh, simply just starting. Like you got to understand that anytime you begin something new, you're not going to be the best at it right away. You're not going to have it all figured out. But the goal is simply starting, creating what you want to create and then learning as you go. And the people around you might not understand. Uh, my family, when I first started YouTube, 
didn't get it. And then as I got more successful, they still didn't get it. And when it was time to quit my job, my mom literally begged me not to quit. She's like, you need to do it safe. This will never last, yada, yada. And I'm at the end of the day, if you got something inside of you that's telling you like you, you want to do this, it's a passion, right? Don't bury it. Don't just put it off the side, like start working on it. Start doing your research, man. Like we said earlier, knowledge is power. When I got into the whole music thing, like I started watching Alex Toomey videos on how to mix. I started watching all these interviews with all these artists and hearing about how they came up, absorbing all of it, and then understanding too that your path is going to be unique through all this. So it's like literally absorb all that you can, especially in a day and age where inter- like access to knowledge is so easy. Like hop on YouTube, watch a tutorial, and then um, get what you need. You don't need the best equipment in the beginning. You know, uh, I started music with a Focusrite and um, some a pretty cheap mic. You upgrade as you go, and um, that's at the end of the day, that's it. And also, when people are critiquing your work or you're reading comments or whatever, um, understand that there's a difference between constructive and just simple simple hate. Like you got to differentiate between the two and understand that as you go, it's going to get better. And as long as you put your faith in yourself, it's going to work out. Just do you. Yeah, and just start. Like, start, start, start. Because I've, I've heard so much from so many people, especially locally, that um told me that, like, they have all these things they want to do. And I'll talk with them, and I'll give them knowledge, and I'll tell them, like, here's what you should do. Here's how I would do it. And then, you know, they say they're going to start, and it never, ever, ever happens. So it's, at the end of the day, man, do what makes you happy. Work your ass off. Reap every benefit. And that's it, man. Start. That's a big thing, man, because I feel like a lot of people are just, like, influenced by either their parents or whatever. But I always just say, like, fucking literally it's one of the lines in in one of the songs I just made. Like, in 100 years, everyone you see fucking walk around you is going to be long gone. See you later. Goodbye. Everyone's going to be dead, and none of this is going to matter anyways. We're all just floating in fucking outer space realistically. Amen to that. What the fuck is this? You know what I mean? So why why aren't you, why aren't you gonna do what you love? I mean, look at people fucking the government shutting down and people are losing their jobs that they didn't even want in the first place. Yeah. So and I don't know. And like, when, why, and when, why not try to do something you love? Well, like, and when you invest in yourself too, it's like at the end of the day, man. Like, it's your work that generates your profits for you. So it's not like you're, you know, when I did cell phones, it was like, I, I got salesman of the year award, you know, multiple times when I was there, but it was like how much extra money went into my pocket for that. I made someone else richer and not that that's a bad thing necessarily, but when you can take every penny you earn and then turn and flip it, you know, like I wouldn't have been able to afford all the equipment in my studio if it wasn't for my YouTube videos. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like knowing, knowing your worth. Yeah. Building and growing and, um, you know, like if I, if I compare myself to me six months ago, I'm a completely different person. Six months before that, completely different. And it's all about leveling up. And people might try to put you in a box, tell you what you can and can't do, tell you that you need to go to college. But I flunked straight out of college. Well, I partied straight out of college. So it was <laughs> like, you know, but like I make more money than anybody I know that I went to school with. Like people that went to go to be doctors and shit. Like yeah, I make more, same. you know, I mean, I'm more successful than all of them. So it's like, the end of the day as long as you're willing to put the work in and understanding going into it like it's gonna be work the shit ain't easy it's not like you make one song and it blows up but it's like you grind and you work towards it and you work on being the best version of you i mean that shit pays off every single time let's get it bro that was a great answer <laughs> that was a good that was a good way to end this one hey man it's, it's uh, been a pleasure talking with you homie for real where can they go where can they go follow you Instagram, Twitter, Spotify, YouTube, whatever. Yeah, uh, so on Instagram, it's at the Remington James because Remington James was taken, and it's like there's no, <laughs> not a single post. I'm like, can I write somebody about this? <laughs> and then uh, Twitter is Remington JV. Once again, Remington James was taken. It's an egg profile picture. You know how that goes. 
And then uh, on YouTube, <laughs> if you're interested in weight loss, anything like that, Remington James Fitness. And then um, I will be starting a second channel for music and all that. And I don't even know what the direction is. I might, I don't know, I might Dope. share some, you know, shit with people like, hey, this is how I record. Like, this is what you can do. I'll be starting that soon, and um, yeah, Just man. Remington James on Spotify. Yeah, Remington James on Spotify. Prototype Seven, and uh, like I said, it's uh, it's an it's an evolution of music, and um, especially for me and as a person, I find myself on the album, so it's like listen to it, and um, yeah, check it out. I appreciate any feedback you got, and yeah, guys, grind. Let's get it, bro. Thanks for coming on here. Yes, sir. Always a pleasure, brother. We'll have to catch up again here in you know six months or so, and uh, you know see how everything's going. So that's it. I hope you guys enjoyed that. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Uh, this is a really good one. It was a long one. We talked about a ton of stuff and um, I enjoyed it. So I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. Um, this one was a little bit late. I think this is going to be going out on Thursday or Friday um, just because I wasn't able to record it early enough. We recorded it on Wednesday, but I'm aiming to put out another one probably next Wednesday. Uh, I usually try to do every Wednesday of every week. So until then, make sure you follow me on Instagram and Twitter because then you'll know when I have a video version available if you if you guys are interested in that. And it's lit. It's crazy. It's late at night. It's midnight. I got to go to bed. Thanks for listening. Until the next one. Till next week. I hope you guys enjoyed. Peace out. Uh-huh.